This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Bama Online Podcast. Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst for BOL, and this is a breaking news edition of the Bama Online Podcast. We've had a few of those here in the last couple of days, and when we do these, you can set your watch by Tim White, site publisher for BOL, joining us. And without further ado, Tim, let's hear it. Take it away. Hey, this is a you know this is a pretty big one. This is a little bit of a surprise to happen. Not the fact it's happening, but the fact it just boom happened. Alabama's going to get a commitment from Jalen Milrow, who's a top 100 national quarterback who has been committed to Texas. And if you've been on Bama Online the last year, if you remember last July, Alabama's top two quarterbacks that they were close to landing were Drake May and were Jalen Milrow. Now both of them wanted in the boat. Drake pulled the trigger quicker. Um, and then the domino effect happened that happens so often uh, with Alabama. There's been so many great storylines involving quarterbacks, but Drake May chose Alabama. Uh, Jalen Milrow chose Texas. And then uh, Bryce, uh, <laughs> Bryce came in for Alabama. Drake flipped to North Carolina. So now we got Jalen Milrow flipping back to Alabama on the heels of Texas getting a commitment from Quinn Ewers, the top 2022 quarterback. So I hope that made sense to everybody. <laughs> but there's a lot of dominoes that fall with these quarterbacks, and it doesn't take much for one to fall and, uh, you know, a lot to happen. So we've seen that happen, but the kid was really high. Jalen Milrow, six foot two, 190-plus-pound guy, athlete. And to be honest, if you're looking for continuation from Jalen to – who uh, from Jalen – Hurts to Tua to say Bryce Young, and I'm not forgetting Mac Jones, obviously, but I'm talking about the guys they've signed recently. And then this guy, Jalen, fits the mold more, mold more than Drake Milrow did. Drake's a big kid, not as mold, mobile, but Jalen is a guy that can run, doesn't run it off, doesn't run unless he needs to. Very similar to Bryce Young in that capacity, but a guy that's a really good athlete. And certainly when on the heels of landing the nation's number one quarterback, you get a guy this magnitude, they really, really did a good job to, to land this guy following Bryce Young. Yeah, it was really interesting because it seemed like a lot of the narrative had shifted closer to home with Luke Altmyer, the Mississippi State product, actually Starkville product, was committed or is committed still, no confusion there, to Florida State. Starkville native committed to Florida State. And uh, so what changed, Tim? Uh, it, it appeared as Alabama may be going that direction. Uh, what happened here with Milrow to sort of steer him away, so to speak, from the Longhorns and to the Crimson Tide? 
You know, I think it was a pretty good internal debate when they took Drake May over Jalen to begin with. I know the Alabama staff had them both really high. I think they liked their upside. And that's the thing about Jalen Milrow and uh, uh, Drake is that those are guys are going to be better as the season goes along, as their career goes along. So it was already a heated competition, and Jalen was close to pulling the trigger for Alabama. And had he committed, it would have been Alabama. So I think he's always had Alabama on his mind. I think, obviously, you know, you know, some people might say it's a comp. Maybe he's scared of competition because Texas gets a 2022 commit from the number one quarterback in the country. Well, hell, he's coming to Alabama with the number one 2020 quarterback in the country. So this guy's just swapping number ones from you know the class 2021 and the class of 2022. It's kind of a tongue there but those two guys um obviously not scared to compete big time guy loved alabama steve sarkeesian did a good job with the quarterbacks with jeff banks jeff yeah banks, gotta you gotta applaud his effort because he had this guy on the ropes of committing ended up taking another quarterback and then tech you know this kid committed to texas but he kept that lines of communication open to set this up so you you hit on it um in milrow a guy that can run athletic guy uh, but i guess more along the lines of what you expect at the quarterback position in this era of football and you know obviously that involves a lot of the passing game but uh there's also some zone read and 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 the rpo game uh at least being a threat of running but uh sounds like milro can give you even more of that yeah, I think, you know, in this day and age, I think it's all about can they run. It's not so much if they run. Pretty much what Alabama's looking for is an athletic quarterback that can move, can run around. Um, you know, you look at Tua who could run when he needed to, but most of these guys prefer to pass, which where it's safer. You know, you don't have to worry about a linebacker hitting you from the side and sticking his helmet in your ear hole. So, but this is a guy just like Bryce Young who can run when he needs to. Put the, you know, old school with me and you were growing up, you put this kid in an option type offense and he's rushing for 2000 yards in high school but he's only throwing for 380 so right. you know this thing's flipped around this is a kid he's athletic got good speed got good size he's an upside uh kind of guy he's a little bit raw it's going to develop down the road and that's almost perfect for what alabama's looking for with mac jones on campus you know already competing with experience they got bryce young very talented guy. You know, Paul Tyson's been getting some discussion, you know, during the offseason. So mm-hmm. you're looking for a guy that doesn't necessarily need to feel like he has to come in and play right away. And I think Jalen knows what he's getting into when he comes to Alabama. Yeah, it's that sort of fine line in this cycle at the quarterback position. You need a guy that sort of understands what he's got in front of him. And I think there's guys out there that would rather know that than sort of be guessing about what might be coming behind them. But also have the confidence to think that, hey, I can go in there and at least compete, you know, early on and then position myself in a way in which, you know, I've got a shot, if not immediately, but a year or two down the road to to be the guy at the quarterback position. Hey, Tim, we're going to step aside for a quick break here on the Bama online podcast. When we come back, we'll talk some more about Jalen Milrow. The flip from the Texas Longhorns for the Alabama Crimson Tide. We wondered about the quarterback position. Looks like Alabama has its answer there. We'll get into what may be next on the recruiting horizon for the Alabama Crimson Tide when the podcast returns right after this. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back with more of this breaking news edition of the Bama Online podcast. Jalen Milrow, outstanding quarterback prospect for the class of 2021. He is the big news today. Uh, so, Tim, let's sort of set the stage for what could be next. I guess when you get a guy like Milrow, too, and you're looking at maybe taking one more wide receiver in this class, that can't hurt uh, as far as trying to attract that type of player. Yeah, I mean, when you look at what this class has done, I mean, it really – I mean, we can't discuss this enough how back in March there was so much panic with, you know, you know Deontay Lawson, you know, the last man standing. You know, he was like – uh, what's that movie Highlander? There can be only one. Well, that was Deontay Lawson for much of the, the first half of the year. So then you've seen Alabama put their plan together, come up. The thing I'm impressed about with Jalen is again, you get him on the heels of Bryce Young. Now, partly, I mean, um, partly I think what factors in is for a kid like him is he can come in and he's already got a year of separation. He can redshirt year. He's got two years of separation. You made a good point before the break about, you know, you know, sort of figuring out what's ahead of you instead of worried about what's coming behind you, what can catch you. So, but Alabama, I mean, you look at what they've done. They've got three, you know, top three receivers committed in the state of Florida. The state of Texas has been really good to Alabama this year. I mean, they have the Brockmeyer twins. They have, uh, Kendrick Blackshire, a linebacker, and now they have Jalen Milrow and uh, Jeff Banks, Carl uh, Jeff Banks, Carl Scott do a terrific job there. Obviously, Steve, you can't say enough how much Sarkeesian's factored in to these quarterbacks. You know that's mm-hmm. sort of been Alabama's method. You know you don't hear Sarkeesian's name spread out all over the country. You hear him though when you talk to top quarterback prospects. That's sort of his focus. Obviously, you know the game plan, and you know, and he helps out in that regard. So you can't say enough about him doing this and the job Jeff Banks is doing you know Jeff Banks has been a very consistent recruiter for Alabama has lost some really tough battles the last couple of years think about how many times he finished second on a on a Darnell Washington or Eric Gilbert or a couple other guys so it's good to see him seeing that hard work really pay off this year yeah and you pay a guy like Sark you bump him up to two and a half million you know, a lot of people look at that and say, well, he's an offensive coordinator at a place like Alabama. That's kind of the going rate. Well, coaching quarterbacks, developing quarterbacks, big part of that. And also with it, the ability to attract quarterbacks like we've seen to this point with Steve Sarkeesian in Tuscaloosa. It doesn't hurt when you try to recruit receivers either when you got a guy like Bryce Young waiting in the wings, too, Hello. I guess. No, and you know, this is the thing. I mean, you're seeing the one thing that Nick Saban, with the exception of that 2018 year, 2018 class, where to me it was a bad in-state year, it was a bad overall year, sort of anomaly with that new signing period. You've seen this, you know, Nick Saban be able to put back-to-back-to-back classes together so many years. But I'm telling you, last year's class is going, in my opinion, has a chance to rival the 08 class with Julio Jones and, wow. the, 17, and the 17 class with Tua. And um, I think this class is shaping up the same way. I mean, you look at this, you got guys, impact players on the offensive line, tackle in the interior. You now have a quarterback. 
you know, running back's not a priority. That's one thing they've set their up, self up nice with. When you look at offense, they need a tight end. They definitely want to sign a tight end in this class. And and uh, Jalen Sheard and then Robbie Oots uh, are a couple guys that are looking at there. And, you know, you got to remember for Alabama, it's important because right now every highly ranked tight end I see is lined out where Julio Jones is, is, is lined up. Well, with Alabama, it's different. you got to block. You're going to have to get inside. You're going to be that sixth offensive lineman, and it helps if you're an Irv Smith-type receiver. So they put themselves in shape, three best wide receivers in Florida, good offensive line, obviously, great offensive line, actually. You get an excellent quarterback. So they've got that leeway to sign a running back, but it's got to be the right one. They could sign a fourth wide receiver, but it's got to be the right one. Same for the fifth offensive lineman, where they've set themselves up on offense so nicely. Um I mean, just, you know, just a great job to, to you losing so much talent. You lost it last year. You're losing it this year to uh, put those guys back on the table and find guys of that same level caliber is really hard to do. But they did a great job. Yeah, it's kind of amazing, as you alluded to earlier in the podcast, given that Deontay Lawson at one point was sort of the Maytag man right in this class. He was yeah. sort of lonely, but yeah. they go from panic among some within the fan base to the luxury of being particular picky even at this point as they look to put a wrap on this 2021 cycle tim anything else before we get out of here no you've seen that clash you know it's 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 the one thing i've been watching i can't say enough ohio state's having a great class tremendous class this commitment puts alabama less than two points behind ohio state and alabama has 19 commitments ohio state has 18 but even to be in the discussion was yeah. nobody thought that was even going to be possible with the way Ohio State was doing, but that's how well Alabama's done. They did a tremendous job of getting highly ranked guys, but it's also guys they want, the guys that they focused on. And I'll tell you what, I said this a lot about last year's class. I'll say it a lot about this year's class. These are guys that are mentally, they've got that sort of that that sort of metal that you need to to go in and, and uh compete at Alabama. I mean I've said it a million times. You said it a million times. Bam ain't for everybody, and that's the case with a lot of different programs. But these kids coming in mentally have the right attitude. So really good job by the staff. There you go. Jalen Milrow flips from the Texas Longhorns to the Alabama Crimson Tide. Tim Watts and our staff all over it there at BamaOnline.com. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Bama Online podcast. It's easy. Wherever you consume podcasts, you can do that. Leave us a rating and a review while you're there. We would appreciate that as well. And, of course, this is just another reminder. You need to keep it locked to BamaOnline.com, especially that premium message board, the roundtable, the home for Crimson Tide fans everywhere. Great stuff, Tim. Well, I guess – are we? I guess are we going to talk again soon? You never know, right? I mean, last time you said this, we'll talk soon. And I, said, <laughs> and I literally on the board they pointed out. I said, "See you guys soon." And so here we are. Yeah. You never know. I would. I would expect it won't be too long. There you go, Tim Watts. I'm Travis Schreier. Thanking you once again for joining us here on the Bama Online Podcast, and of course, right there at BamaOnline.com as well. So long, everybody. <laughs>